Gotta aim for the top like Hello Yeah I can never doubt myself I know better All of you critics be acting like you know better Here's a fact If you ask yourself that question Does this feed my faith, my family, or my finances And it doesn't If you do that I guarantee it'll, it'll guide your decisions Welcome to the Not Never Podcast All things entrepreneurship People who just take life and kick it square in the ass I'm your host Tim Rexius With my special amazingly beautiful guest My wife Brittany Rexius Hey Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think you've been on one this year. Have you? I haven't. No. I know. Everybody misses me. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah, kept have taking no fear. Kept doing my podcast takeovers last fall and then uh, you outdid my ratings, so I had to kick you out a little bit. I know. Um, but now I'm back. So. Yeah. You know, so this is a Q&A session. Uh, we'll just get some questions. Some people like to ask questions when it's Brittany and I specifically. Um, a lot of it's got to do with vision casting and those kind of things. Um, and so we threw them up on Instagram and here are your questions answered. So we'll get right into it. Um, let's see. What do business owners under, underestimate the most? Hmm. Time commitment. I would agree hundred percent time I commitment. A lot of people have a, a false vision of what it actually takes to start and grow a business and keep it growing. Um, a lot of people just think, Hey, I can open the doors and here it is. People are going to flock to me because I'm popular. And I had a quote the other day, um, that said it's easier to turn a friend into a, or a customer into a friend than it is to turn a friend into a customer. 1000%. And that is absolutely true. So I think it's time. Well, it, it, it is time and that's, and you're hundred percent correct with that. It getting, it is a hell of a lot easier to turn customers into friends and then get your friends to become customers. I still have people to this day who do not shop very often in our stores or even have memberships at our gym four and a half years later yeah. that are some of my best friends who do go to gyms, just not ours. Yeah. Um, and it's a convenience issue, which, which I understand. I mean, I, I get it at a certain point in time because I just haven't done enough yet, but it's time. It's the beginning, middle and end time. And that, I think that's the biggest uh, thing. It's not even hard. Like we always say with running Rexia shops, right? It's not hard. It's not difficult. No. It's just fucking busy. And it's busy. And it, it's, I see some people get into business and they're trying to skip ahead to the end of what they think the story is. Yeah. That, oh, you're an overnight success. Yeah, it took me 20 years to become one. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 see, they see the things they want to see. You know, they see maybe the nicer cars. You might see that the you know the decent house. Not realizing that when we moved into our house, it was a piece of shit. Yeah. And then not realizing that we were both running busted ass vehicles for a long time. That you know there was a lot of commitment there financially and all those things, but it, we it took time. And so, like I've said before, even the staff, even when you're an entrepreneur, right, into into uh, into business owner, like a small business, if you're an entrepreneur. You're part of a small entrepreneurship venture. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean you have to be the head person, guy or gal, but it, it means that you're part of that process. Is you're giving up things in the beginning. You're giving up income. You're giving up four hundred one ks. You're giving up, um, you know, extra uh, PTO. You're giving up a lot of those things. You know, yeah. uh, the four hundred one k route, the retirement route, the pension, all that shit. And so, for the first five, maybe sometimes ten years, probably definitely five. You're going to be at a slower pace than your 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 friends, you know, your 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 people in your neighborhood. Yeah. But in ten to fifteen years, you will be ten times the distance they are because the the rapid expansion, especially if you get something like stock ownership, stock options yeah. in the company, that those kind of things, um, cash bonus equivalencies, whatever your compensation program is, like you can be significantly higher because you're part of something in the beginning, you know. Um, you know, we had Brian Teach and Mike Fox on last week. You now Brian's been around first form since 2012. They have like three employees and 
And, and now they have 180 employees or 200 employees in a in 180,000 square foot facility. And that's just nuts. It just yeah. gives you opportunity. You know, I think it's time. It's just, you know, people want to be the business owner that they think what business owners do, but they actually have no idea. Yeah. They don't understand that. There's a lot of things we give up time, time with our kids, time mm-hmm. with our families, uh, time for vacations, like Brittany for firsthand. But, you know, uh, I won't do, I mean, maybe once every two or three years, I'll do a five day stint yep. and it's for the kids. It's a trip for us. I don't, that the way they can have some experiences, but I don't do that. Yeah. It's two to three days max. And so that's why Vegas is always uh, traditionally a spot we go to because it's a direct flight and yeah. rooms are free. That's why it's just because I can get in and out. I can fly back. The times work. And I, cause I can't be gone because as a business owner, nobody does my work when I'm gone. It just accumulates right. and people still want to get paid. Rent still needs to get paid. Bills and deposits have to be done. People need product orders have to be done. Shit's not getting done. And now we are, we're at the 12 year mark in some of the companies and we're still not to where we want to be. People think like I've had people who just don't understand business being like, yeah, just start that thing. Have some bills, run it. I'm like, listen, if you find somebody else who's worth the shit running it, they're going to become your competitor real fast and put you out of business. There's no, I don't know anybody who's not, who's making millions or who's making money at all. Who's not working their freaking face off. So, I mean, how many times I've been here late at night, I'll show back up to come here at nine o'clock at night. That way I can give the time to my kids. Yep. You realize that the business still has to get done. I'll come back after they go to bed at nine. I'm working. The funny thing is, so is Chad. Yeah. Chad's still here. And then I'm like, I'm not leaving before Chad leaves. <laughs> so then Chad leaves and then like a half hour later, I'm like, all right, I can slide out and I feel good. <laughs> but that's because he's, he's in his first couple of years of his entrepreneurship thing and he's still grinding and sometimes yeah. shit just has to get done. But he doesn't have the staff, you know, being a smaller uh, production company. Sometimes Chad just has to fucking do it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's just work. And and, and Chad and I have had this conversation before that we'll bitch to each other, but we still have to fucking do it. Right. Otherwise, you don't get paid. You can bitch all you want, but work I mean, still has to get done. Well, that's just it. I mean, how many nights a week do you think lately, Chad, you've been here till freaking midnight? Uh, too many. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way, way too many. No, but it, it, I mean, it is true, though. I mean, I think, though, um, that was that was the thing. I, I, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to do what I have to do to get it done. I did not realize it was going to be this, this intense, but after being around you and obviously listening to this podcast, I not only record it, but I also have to edit it. And so I I listened to it twice. And so, but it does absorb. So that's the advantage I get. And there's, there's some things that, that you guys have talked about that have been very beneficial because I'm like, if you want it to work, you got to grind. And then when you talk about growth, I mean, I guess that would, I, I, that, that, that's for another question, I suppose. But, um, but I just think like that is definitely, you know, underestimated how much time you have to, well, it's even that, to grind. It does. And, and I think a lot of the people think that they, how is this? Like they understand what grind is. They don't understand what grind is. And grind <laughs> is not posting on, on Instagram. That's, you're, not, you're not grinding. That's right. I mean, grinding when we grew up, I mean, you were at the dance club doing shit you probably shouldn't do that your parents would kick you out for. Now, all of a sudden, it's like hashtag. That was an worthy. MTV show. Yeah, right. The grind. Yeah, well, the grind. Yeah. Like, I'm grinding. You know, but um, well, my kids are just like, oh, my God, shut up, Dad. I'm sure they're listening to this shit. I'm going to make them listen to this. Um, that's the thing. It, people are like, well, and that's the thing we talk about turning, you know, turning customers into friends. You can't turn friends into customers. Is people overestimate their popularity exponentially. Yeah. Oh, like I know all these people. I've got a hundred people from my church. I've got a hundred people from over here. They're going to come shop my business, which really means you have 10. Mm-hmm. It's 10% of what you think you have. Yeah. I mean, it was months before I got my own family to shop at Rexy's back when I started in 2010. 
And the only reason they came in is because I lied to them and tell them I was massively successful. And all of a sudden, like, oh, cool. They thought I was going to run up business. They didn't want to come <laughs> in, and, you know, for a place they couldn't get shit out again. That's just it. And that, then that's just part of the time of committing to growing your customer base and not banking on what you think your popularity is, mm-hmm. which means that I don't care if you're seasoned. I don't care if you've done this for 20 years. I don't care if you've done this your first year. We preach this a lot. Join the chamber. Yeah. Join the networking groups. Do all of them. Do every event there is humanly possible. Shake hands, kiss babies. Because guess what, folks? A handshake and a smile will never be beaten by some garbage on social media ever, ever, period, the end, exactly. ever. And the day I can do more in a five-minute conversation in person than you're going to do in six months on Instagram. Yep. Guarantee it. If you don't believe me, let's go. Because it's not going to happen. This is a tool, right? These podcasts, the social media, these are tools but the time commitment to going out, to meeting people, like our outbound sales trips for VHI, yeah, we're, we're DMing, we're messaging, we're doing that thing. But I'm like, all right, tell me where you want to go. Let's, put, let's book a flight. Let's put some boots on the ground. Why? Because nobody else is doing it. Yeah. Everyone's trying to outsmart hard work. It's not possible. You can think of smarter ways of working, but you're right. not going to outsmart hard work. It's not going to happen. So um, that's something else that um, this smells like brought. Like what drives you? I think that ties in the next question. Mm-hmm. What drives you? I'll let you jump on that honestly seeing seeing the impact that we have and seeing where all of our companies are going and the amount of people that we get to interact with um and leaving a legacy not just oh we have x y and z for stores gyms whatever but it's literally the amount of people that we get to interact with and that we get to change their lives in even the slightest way um that's what drives me is changing people's lives from our employees to our customers. hundred percent. I mean, that, and that's the thing. I think a lot of it comes down to, we've talked about this before where, you know, we both kind of feel like we're, we're we've been on borrowed time, you know, yeah. with our past that, you know, God, uh, we're still here. And in a lot of ways we probably shouldn't be honestly. Yeah. And we're lucky, we're lucky to be here. And so I can't say I'm lucky to be here and, um, and then not give, it my all every day. Like I'm in the point where I don't want to do this at 110%. I'll sell it. Um, is that part of what drives me, but I have, it can't be all about just making money. And that's why I tell people like, it can't be funny. And there's nothing wrong with having materialistic wants and desires. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I wouldn't be in business. People didn't have fucking wants. So, um, (laughs) you know, I'll be, I want to look better, get a gym membership, get some supplements. I want to feel better. Come get some supplements, get a gym membership, you know, blah, blah, blah. Get a healthy snack, get some OPP, whatever. This is my entire thing is about helping people look and feel better, right? Yeah. And and so part of that, there's nothing wrong with that. If there's a car, if there's a house, if there's a thing you want, but that can't be the be all end all. Right. There has to be a purpose behind all that. Like, what does it represent? Like, we spoke with our team last week about you know the opportunity that's in front of us right now for you know for that core group of six people. Is that you know each person in this room can be a millionaire within within the next ten years or less yeah. if we grind hard enough if, if we have a team that's accumulated around the same idea and vision and drive that if they follow and we lead and and they become leaders and everyone follow them and the whole group just expands we can be a, a first form we can be some of these companies that we aspire to be um, and and I told them I go you know sometimes that miss that number. But it's what that number represents. Exactly. Is an ability to impact people on a larger scale. And that for us is what it is. Yeah. What kind of legacy do I live? leave? Not just with our kids, not with our grandkids, but our neighbors. What our neighbors tell their kids about. Like, have we made that kind of impact? You yeah. know, I mean, everybody from Omaha talks about Warren Buffett, right? And everyone talks about Steve Jobs at Apple and how he's impacted society. And so there's a message, there's a note uh, in my notes, and I see it every, every single day. It says, have I impacted the world like Steve Jobs yet? 
Now, now Steve Jobs was kind of an asshole, and <laughs> and I've been told maybe I am, but um, you know, but the thing is, he's impacted how our daily lives. Now, I'm not saying I'm ever going to get there, but if I'm not striving and whatever I'm doing to achieve something like right. that, then I need to change pace and go to something else. Yeah. It's kind of weird though, because like um, you look at all the people that are like mega successful as far as whether it's financial or just they've made big advances in the world. They all kind of have a little bit of a God complex, a little bit of an asshole in them. You almost have to. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not necessarily to hold people down. But yeah. if you don't, if you don't reach for the top and everybody else is, you know, because everybody else is, you then you're be, never going to get you there. You have to be competitive. Right. You have to be. And you, and, be and you, you kind of, I'm not saying you, you should hold people down because there are people like that. And those people to me aren't necessarily successful. It's kind of a faux success, it's, right? It's either you they're know, fake and, successful or they inherited it. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I think, I think that that's really the, 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 the thing to understand is there's nothing wrong with reaching for the top. Right. There's you know, nothing wrong with nothing it. wrong with being competitive. As long as, you know, you're you're not holding others back. And that's the one thing that I think like that makes you the most successful is that you are trying to build people. You do root for other people. Well, hundred percent. And that, and then and the thing is is that we we told them like I would bring everybody up with me. Yeah. But also at the same point, you have to be, and this is something maybe I don't articulate well enough. And I talked about with my team last week. Um, I haven't probably articulated this well enough. I mean, she knows we talk about it, but is yes, I'm gonna bring you all with me. But if you're in the fucking way, you're gone. Yeah. Because I do not want to be around people who do not have goals they want to crush. This is why I ask everyone what what's your five year, 18 month, what, what's your one year, your 18 month, your five year, and your 10 year goals. And I got to get you goal-oriented because if you're not goal-oriented, you're not solution-oriented. Right. And all you do is bitch because people are perpetually complaining. It's just – it's our nature. So if we're going to be solution-oriented, we have to be goal-oriented, yeah. right? We have to get a solution to get to our goal. If you don't have a goal, there's no – I mean, you, it's pretty easy to just sit there and bitch. Yeah. And so that's the whole point. It's, it's not – it doesn't make me a, a jerk. And I've had issues with firing people because of this because I just – I don't want to be that footnote in their story. I want to be the guy that gave them a chance. And so I do get used to a certain degree – and it pisses people off. And I get it. And I understand it's a calculated decision. But at the same point, like, you know, it, do you have goals? Like if somebody screws up, right? If somebody yeah. screws up in our company, I don't fire them. I ask them like, okay, we can take that as a lesson. Everyone else around us, we can, we can as a team, take that lesson and learn from it to get better. Yeah. As long as you're like, okay, I fucked up. I'm owning up to it. And this is my goal. This is what I want to crush. This is how I'm going to fix it, right? If you sit there and just tell me you fucked up and you blame everyone else around you, you got to go. Yeah, because then you have that you don't have the right kind of culture to be here, and that's and so that's the thing. It's like you know, it, it, it for us to really get to that next level, we have to have a team around us that have that same kind of drive and understanding. We actually had that meeting with our team, and kind of going segueing a few other questions. But um, is it like, hey, there's enough love in that room, in this room, that when we meet. Like, hey, if I'm not, if I'm not, I've told this firsthand, I've told this in text, I put this in person, I go, yep. if I'm not holding up mine in the bargain, you have full clearance to get passionate on my ass and tell me because I need to be challenged to be the best. I mean, a, a blade doesn't stay sharp unless it's sharpened. All right, you have to sharpen the blade. And I want to keep progressing. I have goals. And everybody sits around and kisses my ass and doesn't tell me like, hey, you're slipping. Yeah. Um, and I'll be real. Like, I have not held my own standard of accountability on my own health. I've let it slip 100%. And I got to own up to that shit right now. Right now, right now, today on this podcast, I'll own up to it. 
I sacrifice my health for the betterment of other people in business because I am so goddamn busy. And, and here's the thing. If you think you're busy, I don't know anybody busier than I am. I, I just don't. I don't know anybody busier than us. There's six kids and three companies and we are fucking busy. I love it, but I will let my health slide. I'll yeah. eat my feelings. I, I own three gyms, kids. I end up going there to clean shit half the time. <laughs> or people, in the nicest way, drive me goddamn nuts because they want to talk to the guy. Oh, hey, can you fix my account? Oh, hey, I bought some of your store. They're customers. And so, of course, me being me, I'll my own worst enemy. I'll talk to them the whole time because I really do appreciate them being a yeah. member and buying supplements in our stores and buy supporting our brand because that puts food on the table for our kids. Mm -hmm. And there was a point in time where we could barely put food on the table for our kids. So I am truly appreciative. But in that aspect, because my dedication to business is so high and is still wanting to be a good father and a good husband, I let my health slip. I am the worst. I'm the most out of shape I have been since I started Rexy's Nutrition in 2010. And I had a good friend of mine who works for us yep. and who I love dearly. We were just hanging out. And I was helping him move shit the other day. And he goes, he goes, man, yeah, you look a little thick. You don't even look comfortable. You're about to sweat. I go, shit. You know, like I know it. And I always tell her, like, quit lying to me. You know, I'm, I'm your chubby hubby. The kid's fatty daddy, whatever you want the name is. But here's the accountability. So I have not been doing my work. If I want it bad enough, I'll dedicate and find the fucking time to do yep. it. So I am. Yep. And we are full. I'm full blown in. And give it 90 days, kids. And then be 90 days. And we're going to have some massive transformation. Um, but that's the thing is I wasn't held accountable. But the thing is, without a team around me to tell me that I need to challenge myself, I need to grow. This is what I can do better as, you know, just a person, as a CEO, as a part of the team, as a husband, as a father. I want to be better. Yeah. And we can't sit around and get better if we don't have people around us in, in our trusted core group calling us on our bullshit. Because we'll, we'll, we'll feed ourselves our own bullshit three times a day, three hefty oh, yeah. meals. Yeah. And that's the thing is we – and people very rarely like to take the blame on themselves. Um, and this is an accountability thing. We're like, hey, let's call. And that's, that's the great thing about us. And that's kind of what's driving me is that yeah. I have this team now. And that's why I'm like foot on the accelerator. Everyone else is idling. I'm like, let's go. I feel like I have the fucking dream team. Um, yeah. you know, right now. And, and for y'all growing up, like 92, I, I got Jordan, I got Ewing right now. I got, I got Scotty Pippen. I got, I got Spud Webb. I mean, I got them all right. Like we're ready to go play. And, and that's where I feel like I'm at right now. The season hasn't started. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's kind of where it is. And so it's a very exciting time, but that's what drives us. So how many shops and gyms do you want around the country? Let me make this very clear about the gyms outside of the Metro. Never going to no. happen. I may license the name, out, but we won't own anyone on the Metro. Gym ownership. Somehow I've heard that never uh, uh, about the Iron Heaven gyms. I've heard never a I, lot of times. I, and that what is, ends up happening, what ends up happening is. That is a firm never though. Gym ownership yeah, gym is Gym ownership not, is, it's like. You can't run a gym out of town. <laughs> no hot tub. Ain't got a hot tub yet. You brought that shit out two, three yeah, years ago. There will never be a hot um, tub. Here's the thing with, with uh, the gyms. No, We're no, like, no. you should put a gym here. And put it, I go, guys, gym ownership is A, very fucking expensive. Yes. B, it, it, you have to have other sources of income and plan on not making any money for three to five years. Because yeah. yeah. we didn't do a single payout to over three years yeah. to the Langer family or the Rexy's family and um, copious amounts of debt because you have to be able to roll the punches. And that's the thing is like, and then I, thank God we have a Steve. Yep. So we have a GM around who's able to jump around, who likes to stay as busy as any human being on the, pl on the planet. <laughs> and so we've got him to go around and do shit, but it's an expensive process. Our particular model works because of our costs scenario how we how we run it's very unique yeah and it's only to license the name out possibly 
you know, and allow people to help them set up and get that process going and, and do some sort of fee for that. And then after that, it's on them. But um, there's a reason why Gold's Gym filed bankruptcy, 24-hour fitness filed bankruptcy. LA Fitness sold off half their gyms, cold supplements, because it's not it's not a great model. It, it, it's, it's very hard to run. Everyone thinks they understand, but they have no idea. And all those yeah. friends we talked about in the last question, yeah, they're not going to sign up. Um, it's just, <laughs> they're just not. It, it, it's, it's one of those because they're afraid that because of their friendship, if you have to tell them when they have to tell you they want to cancel, yep. it's that it's going to ruin the friendship. So they won't come in at all. Trust me. And it's a very unique situation in that aspect. And how many Rexy stores are around right now? About 30. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. And we're opening, uh, Gretna should open here in the next few weeks. And, and that's, and everyone else, and so that's the gyms, um, the stores, you know, as long as there's good people rocking it, I'm good. And so we've been talking to a brokerage firm at the point now, like everything we've done has been in-house and I love people and I love seeing franchise ownership where we just sold our Sioux city location yesterday and today's his first day owning it he's been managing it for me for three years great kid jack peterson is going to do great we're going to be i mean we're going to be helping along the whole process of the accounting everything else and just it's going to take six months to really get him used to that other foot but in watching bellevue they they think they broke the store record single day sales record yesterday they're in their fifth or sixth month and that's just awesome watching guffy out west dodge and and josh up in norfolk and and that's kind of where our movie is we'll be selling uh, Council Bluffs and Kearney eventually as well. And mm-hmm. they're just having our main three here at Omaha. And um, we're seeing a lot of expansional opportunities right now just because there aren't a lot of stores. GNC closed 2,000 stores. Vitamin Shop apparently is through some sort of uh, reinvigoration, but I, I call bullshit. Um, and, uh, you know, there's just a lot of Max Muscle abandoned half their franchises, yeah. it seemed. Loud, or at least they dropped the name. And uh, the guys that run Max Muscle are pretty nice guys. And I got nothing bad to say about them, but um, you know, complete shutdown all theirs. And so there's a lot of expansion opportunity. But the problem is, I just don't have the staff in house to, ma- to handle the influx because the last two we've done very well called people that we really liked and they all pulled out last minute because of financial concerns, which I understand. Yeah. The same point in time, I don't have the time to put that much into it. So. We have the infrastructure to support 50 or 60 more stores with our structure right now, our warehousing capabilities, our in-house staff. And as far as the selling and the, and figuring out the finances, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So we're going to be brokering that out uh, effective this year uh, to some different brokers to help us find financially qualified candidates in different areas of the country. We know in certain areas like Tennessee and Mississippi and Alabama, there's just not a lot of stores. There's yeah. no, there won't be any um, in Iowa. Like, like here, this is our next door state in we need to be in Ames, Dubuque, um, yeah. Davenport, you know, the Quad Cities. We need to be in Des Moines again. Mm-hmm. We need to be uh, Cedar Rapids. We need. There's a lot of areas like Sioux Falls. Like we're already paying for registration in South Dakota, Sioux Falls, Brookings, Pierre, um, uh, you know, Western Nebraska, North Platte, Shadron, whatever. Um, you know, Minnesota. We're registering Mankato. Why are we? Like, and that's the thing is that we just haven't had the time to go out and sell them. Um, everything that's come into our business has been completely organic. Yeah, and. Uh, but we're going to, we're going to put the foot on the gas pedal with this too. I just need, I need to hire outside people that we know and like and trust yeah. to go out and do the financial qualifications. We have an in-house financing firm that does a lot of the financing. If you don't have the credit wherewithal to get it on your own, but, um, you know, it's, and so I'm, I'm, ex- I want to see us in, you know, we're in nine States right now. I'd like to see us, you know, expand in the States we're in. If we go into some new States, cool. Um, you know, the one in Arkansas is killing it. I would love yeah. to see the South explode. The one in hot springs is absolutely destroying. And so I think we're gonna see a big expansion in the South, but I think it's a lot of context. We need to get in touch with brokers and get that stuff done. So, um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, what were some of the hardest things to say no to when building your dreams? 
<laughs> I bet Brittany's got some good ones. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. You start. I'll come back. <laughs> come back to me on that one. What were some of the hardest things to say no to when building your dreams? Oh, there's a lot of things. You know, I had to tell our kids no. That's probably yeah. the hardest. I'm okay living without myself. Yeah. But it's really hard as a parent to tell your kids no. They can't have a new game system. Um, they can't have a new bike. I mean, I know Ty and Liv and even Noah, when they were little, like every Christmas present they got was used on Craigslist, every bike. I don't think I've ever bought any of the kids a new bike and now none of them ride bikes. Because <laughs> I kind of feel I want to go buy them all brand new bikes now that I have some money. Um, but I never did. It was, I would clean them up in the back. Like when I started Rexius and Tyler got a new bike, right? And um, I got it on Mark Craigslist, paid them a little extra to come drop on the store because I worked open to close. I'm in the back cleaning it up with the rag and trying to make it look cool and fix all the shit because I, that's what it was. Very hard. Yeah. You know, thank God my, you know, but I think it also was great humility for my my kids. But we finally got a Wii. It was used. It was three or four years after they came out. I got it. I bought it used from a rental owned center that had too many. They've been renting rent owned, you know, rent places uh, for like, you know, half price. And, and, and of course after shit didn't work. And, um, <laughs> but I, I think that's probably the hardest thing to, to, to get yeah. to where we are. And at the end of the day, it, it, it even though my, your kids just need love and, t- and, and intentional time, uh, at the end of the day, it's still hard as a parent to not be able to provide certain things to them that you'd like to, that, you know, I, I think one of the worst parts was the healthcare because I was on my own. It was 2010, 2011, single income family. I'm just absolutely getting my ass kicked. I'd gone through bankruptcy just to start the business. And so I'm literally broke and, and my son needed an MRI. They didn't need it. It was probably, you know, could it could have helped with yeah. his physical disability. And, and with my age, my had no insurance. It was $5,000 that I didn't have. And the hospital wasn't willing to play ball because it wasn't medically necessary, but it was, it wasn't emergent. Right. And I had to come up at least half and I'm like, I just no fucking way. And so I had to tell this, you know, my kid and he's six years old and he understands he's cognitive that he has a physical disability, he had a stroke when he was a baby that I can't get it done. So there, there's been a lot of hard things to be honest with you that, and, but I think most of them for us will become around us as parents. Yeah. Just things that we wanted to do for our kids that we just did not have the financial wherewithal. Like I love to do some of our friends have been able to do, you know, over the last 10 years when we couldn't and take kids on a seven to 10 day vacation and mm-hmm. cruise yeah. around the world and go do the whole Disney experience. But A, we were broke. <laughs> and B, because we own businesses, we're not able to take off that much time. We're still I, at the infancy I want to know what Brittany had to tell Tim no about. <laughs> Listen, no, you. you can't have that truck. No, you can't. Honestly, <laughs> oh, I don't I, tell I, Tim I, no on <laughs> on anything. That's right, folks. You hear that? That's right. Never yeah. tells me no. I, He's the luckiest guy. In I the am world. not the, the I'm not the wife that is going to tell him what he can and can't do. He is a grown ass man, mm. and he can make those decisions. But he can also Kelly, are you listening? <laughs> like, and, are you listening? But he doesn't really tell me no either. I mean, he tells me to slow down on spending at times. And then I just look at him and flash him and then that's out the window. So then we're good. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) we don't really have that type of marriage where we tell each other you can and can't do this. Um, we did set like limits on no new businesses (laughs) for 2021. Did we hold strong on that? We opened yeah. a new location of one of the businesses. Yeah. I mean, and we expanded. We added staff. Um, I mean, I mean, so, But yeah. no, I mean, I come from a small business family. Yeah. Um, and so I, 
I know what the grind looks like. Yeah. Um, and I know that there's always going to be a ton of risk. And at some point there, I mean, even now there's rewards. And so, no, I don't, I don't really say no. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, you I know. think the hardest no is probably with kids and being time and, and saying, no, I can't make that because we have to do this or no, we well, can't I, do that. Even like right now we've had to, um, I mean, even when they were, cause they were littler, they didn't have as many events. Yeah. And so we were able to make it so that her and I could go to everything together with the kids. We, we really worked hard on our calendar and our schedule to do so. Yep. Um, that's not possible now. No. Yeah, they're older. They have, they have way more shit going on. Our businesses are busier, which you think, oh, hire more people. Kids. I'll explain that in a minute. Um, uh, that's not possible. And we'll get to that in a minute. But so the thing is, I have to go to the basketball game. She's going to the baseball practice or somebody's going to dance and somebody else has got driving lessons or yep. whatever it may be. Or somebody has to go get squeaks and we have to relieve the babysitter or we have somebody has to go run product to the post office or UPS because they didn't pick up at the warehouse. And, you know, you see our staff, they have personal lives. I'm not putting all that shit on them. We're part of a team. So yeah. we all jump in or, hey, somebody just called in sick. OK, well, which who can cover? Well, here's how it works with small business folks. If no one else can cover, the owners cover. Yep. And that's happens. I just want to know love. when you guys are having number seven. I try for twins every night. <laughs> every night. Just kidding. Every if, night. If uh, God has that plan, then number if seven does, will happen. We're not, we're not preventing anything. I mean, and no. I I chase her around like a 17-year-old child, kid all the damn time. So, <laughs> um, you know, so uh, I have maybe that's about my maturity level. So, um, and like the people said about the business, I would just hire people. You can go do all these things. It, it, it does afford me certain freedoms to be the kind of dad and get to do certain things. As long as I can plan it out ahead of time, it's the short notice shit we just can't do. Yeah. Whereas if you work a 95 and you're off at five, you can have weekends you off. You can go shut the, you can shut the business off. We can't. It's 24 7, 365 for life. And that's just part of the deal. And two, understand costs have risen, right? So all the property values are up. Mm-hmm. Well, when you rent commercial spaces, you're paying your pro rata share of the commercial property expenses, including taxes and operational expenses. Gas is up. Well, they into the mow lawns and they move snow and they do all that shit, right? Concrete's up massively through the roof. Well, parking lot needs repaired, right? Taxes are up because the property values are pro to share. So all my costs are going up. And because I have to match my prices with dipshits like Amazon.com, my margins are low. My costs have risen. My margins have shrunk. So, which means the profit is shrunk, which means you have less uh, for ability to hire people to do crap so you can just take time off. Yeah. In fact, we're working more now than I did 12 years ago. Straight facts, and that's just how it is. So, uh, we did have a supplement question come in. So, I mean, and I, I'm, you know, this really should be a different kind of podcast, but I answered it anyways because I like this kid. Um, thoughts on supplements like turkosterone and edisterone? Um, I, you know, I said I butchered that spelling. Um, it's Eddie steroids are basically like 20 hydroxy edisterone is the same as turcosterone. They come from plants, usually from spinach, green vegetables, also known as a phytochemical in insects that they're over promised. Let me put it that way. There's not enough affinity inform, affinitive information in human, uh, human don't say trials, trials is the wrong word, but um, in human experiences, it's just inconsequential right now. But basically, it binds as an estrogen beta receptor as a protein synthesis molecule, which it, it does work. But is it worth the price you're paying? 
Uh, that's a yes and no. I, it's one of those. I don't see any issues with them taking in responsible doses, 30, 30 days max, and see how you do as long as you're on. If you're on prep and you know what calories you're taking in, you're you're tracking your, your training so you know your weight changes, then it's perfectly fine. What is it? That's a steroid? Um, it's and they call it, it's like a it's like a balancer. It like balances or no, it, it's 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 a phytosteroid. So oh. it's a phytocholesteroids, which basically means it, it comes like plants and insects all have steroids in their system, right? It's not, you're thinking anabolic steroids and they're trying to market this as an anabolic steroid. It. it is not a hormone. It's a precursor, which binds to the estrogen receptor, which changes protein synthesis, which allows your body to build muscle tissue faster, technically speaking. Um, it's not a steroid. It, 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 it's marketed as a natural testosterone booster, which is pretty more where it's at. And an increased protein synthesis can help Im- incre- improve and what uh, supplements recovery. Is that in? There's specifically that's what they are that they're adesterones oh and turkesterones, okay, okay, which okay, are very okay. popular right now with people. I got you. Um, and here's the thing, kids. Understand that for the last 25, 30 years, I've been in this business around this business. They are constantly the new ingredient found in the jungles of the Amazon. <laughs> this is why you're not seven foot tall, three hundred pounds of ripped diesel, but for three easy payments of thirty nine ninety five, you too can look like the Rock. No, you fucking can't. So um, here's the facts: if you're not on prep and you're not training and you're tracking, you're not sleeping, you're not drinking a gallon and a half of water a day, um, then it's probably not going to make that much of a difference. You know, if you're 17, it really isn't because you already have hormones that would rival anything I could possibly inject into my body. Now, if you're 41, like my damn self, I mean, a little extra boost, I'm going to fucking notice something significantly better than a 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 year old is because I do have lower test. I am older. My growth hormone is lower. I am. My body's tired. All those things. And so I don't see there's no problem with it. I just haven't seen conclusive results from anyone who's taken it anywhere that is truly worth the price paying compared to, say, selective androgen receptor modulators, um, good natural testosterone boosters, um, you know, dehydropanin or serone ingestments. Um, I think they're all fine. So um, try it out. I don't see a harm. I'm not, I don't think they're the greatest thing. I think in a year from now, they won't exist as I've seen about. 2000 items just like this over the past 12 years, all that this is like Dr. Oz was the worst. If we're, you know, younger people listen to this. Okay. Dr. Oz, Dr. Uh, Emmett, is it Oz Emmett or Emmett Oz or something like that? I don't know. Uh, it's some weird, it, <laughs> nice guy. So he was on this show. I he used, to be, he used to be on Oprah. Then he had his own show. And it's like, we researched red kidney being abstract. And this is going to make you lose 9,000 pounds. Hey, this is the guy running for president, isn't it? I think he was going to. He's going to run for office someplace. Because <laughs> yeah, that qualifies you. Um, anyways, well, hey, actually, probably more qualified than half the dipshits that are there. But anyways, and also, and also I would have these 30 year old plus just lined out the door. Oh, yeah. This is why I have not skinny. I'm like, as you just threw away your McDonald's wrapper in the trash can on the way to the store. That's why. Okay, sure. And we would sell it green coffee, bean yep. extract, and uh, raspberry, raspberry ketones, yep. and all this shit. HCG. There was, there was a, so I ran all my TV ads from 2010 to 2015 before, during, and after the Dr. Oz show. That was the only thing I advertised, and my freaking God, it worked like a charm um and just, so that reminds me of like this so in that in that movie the hunger games it was like part three or whatever it was they, they went to this party and it, this is in the sort of the near future or whatever and um and they're just eating eating eating. it's just like how can you just keep eating they're like you haven't taken this magic pill it like you right. i forgot what it was called but What's that's that? what everybody wants is like this magic way to be able to 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 imbibe 
and to eat and to do whatever they want. And then poof. Wasn't that uh, the pill? It was an ally or alley or something that I, it literally just made you shit yourself. No, all right. Day. So no. So the drink from the Hunger Games to make you throw up so you could eat more. That's what it was. It was right, a drink. So okay. an ally, which is just basically a kaizen fat blocker. Okay. So basically it was so much kaizen, uh, which would come from shellfish. It would block your body from absorbing fat. So you could eat whatever you want and you're, you're right. fat free. Well, kids, the fat still came in and it still has to come out. And what you did was you just put that oil on an express lane. So <laughs> in the next three days, don't gamble on a fart. And no. um, and that's what happened. And oh, so all of a sudden, I, Karen would come in. You won't believe what happened to me yesterday. So embarrassing. I'm like, let me guess. You had uh, Taco Tuesday and it led to a shitty Wednesday, didn't it? And, you know, um, and so I just didn't want to sell this shit because I didn't want to deal with the phone calls, though they were entertaining. Um, and, and it's just, and that's, you've seen so many items of this in nutrition industry in the past 20 and that's a vhi and opp like i'm not going to sell some bullshit and so i had the ability to 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 get my own tergosterone and i basically which is an adesisterone but no i'm not interested i it's not i don't see that i want things to actually make an impact that i know right. personally i would spend money on yeah. that you know that's worth it at a reasonable price and you know like it's so yes you ex30 right hold in my hand if you're not if you're watching if you're just listening and it's new. We're on the radio. We're on social media. It's really taking off. People are really liking it. It's called it a life drink. Cause I remember a weight loss drink and it does help lose weight, but in hormones and mood and all these things, people love it. You know, like you could really sell that. You should really sell that shit for a hundred bucks. It, like, you know, figure out your marketing. This is marketing people. Like this stuff works. So like people will pay it. I go, no, I knew what we needed to make it at. I knew what I thought would be affordable. I knew it was actually a, a more affordable option than the old three pill weight loss systems. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't think being healthy should break the bank. And that's just how we operate. You know, yeah. it's just, that's just the us. And that's so why I'm not going to make products or price them at things just for the pure profit standpoint. It's just not. Well, I'm not just We've said this hundred times in all the videos we've ever done. If I see you in the grocery store, the Little League game, I have no problem holding my head high in what I do for a living. Exactly. I love what I do. And not everybody's going to agree with me on everything that we do. And that's fine. But my principles are there and they're firm. So, yeah. And in that, that's all the questions I got in, um, in about five, six hours, which is kind of cool. And, and, but you know, if you guys want questions, you know, throw them in the DMs, throw them in the, throw messages to sales at rexusher.com or Kirsten at rexusher.com. She'll, uh, if you have guest suggestions, yep. people you want to be on the show, seriously, like, come on on. I'd like to tell stories of other people's lives and their successes because hopefully it motivates other people around. Um, and that's our whole big thing. So other people come up along with us. Um, and sometimes just, if you have questions, ask. The only dumb question is the one you never ask. So thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next week. See ya. You can be a friend of me, an enemy. Keep that.